Welcome back to the RMD podcast from Reverse Mortgage Daily, hosted by me, RMD editor Chris Clow. In this show, we speak with reverse mortgage business leaders, professionals, government officials, and thought leaders to provide listeners with the pulse of the reverse mortgage industry and all of the business and regulatory realities which affect it. In this episode, I'm joined by Melissa Macerato, the Chief Marketing and Revenue Officer at Longbridge Financial, to discuss the details of her origin into the reverse mortgage business and how she saw it as a potential career path for the long term. She also discusses what informed her initial perspectives about the product category, why she continues to remain passionate about its prospects even in the midst of current challenges, and what could help contribute to industry growth in 2023 and beyond. I hope you enjoy it, but before we get into the discussion, here's a word from this episode's sponsor, the National Reverse Mortgage Lenders Association. For 25 years, the National Reverse Mortgage Lenders Association has provided a critical voice for the reverse mortgage industry in Washington, D.C. and across the country in state and local governments to ensure the reverse mortgage program is meeting the needs of America's aging population and providing the retirement security they need and deserve. In addition to its advocacy efforts, Nirmala provides exceptional venues for professionals from across the reverse mortgage ecosystem to come together to network, learn, and share ideas. Join Nirmala live in Atlanta, Georgia on November 1st, 2nd, and 3rd for the reverse mortgage industry's largest annual gathering, the 2022 Nirmala Annual Meeting and Expo. After two years of virtual meetings, Nirmala's team can't wait to catch up with you in person, providing a venue for you to meet with your vendors and network with your friends and colleagues, and offering best-in-class educational content. It will be a great time to sharpen your sales skills and to stay abreast of important issues and trends within the reverse mortgage industry. To register or get more information, visit www.nrmlaonline.org. Melissa, thank you so much for taking the time to join me on uh, an episode of the RMD podcast. I really appreciate you being here. Well, thanks for having me, Chris. I always enjoy chatting with you. Likewise, likewise, of course. Well, um, one of the things that I like to do uh, in general on this show, especially when I get the chance to speak to an executive of a major lender such as yourself, is just trace the path that you took into the business. Because we were talking a little bit off mic, no one has a singular path. And there's a lot of people who probably don't necessarily dream of getting into this, but maybe there are some, I have yet to meet any, but um, I'm curious about before you even learned about reverse and before it seemed like something you should go into, what was your professional career path before uh, reverse came into the fold at all for you? Oh, well, that's a great question. Um, well, I actually started and, and actually I've spent my entire career in financial services. Um, but I started actually in college working for a company called MBNA America, which is since subsequently, you know, folded into Bank of America, but it was credit card companies, endorsed credit cards, spent several years there all during college and after college, went through their management development program, and then went to work for GE Capital, where I also worked on credit card programs. And then I headed to um, MetLife. Uh, where I spent 14 years and I started uh, in the marketing group there working in institutional group benefits. So marketing voluntary benefits to large corporate clients. 
Um, and then in 2001, MetLife purchased a, a local bank charter and decided they wanted to get into the banking business. And I moved over to help start the bank. Um, during with that time, I worked with various levels of different groups all within MetLife to offer the bank's products and services. And we actually started a very large online marketing presence for the MetLife Bank. Um, I worked to bring on a forward mortgage entity into the MetLife Bank. And then um, about 2007, years there, running marketing, um, we decided that MetLife or MetLife decided that it wanted to really start to branch out into other retirement types of products. And one of the initiatives that they were exploring was this idea of a reverse mortgage. I had never heard of it. Um, and so they came to the bank because it's a mortgage fits with inside of the bank. At the time I was in marketing. So they, um, you know, said, will you head up this initiative? And, you know, of course I said, sure. Um, and started doing a ton of research, working with other senior people in, in MetLife on the, um, in, on the insurance side of the business. And we started exploring the product. I hired some loan. We decided we were going to give it a whirl hired some loan officers, an underwriter, and we found Everbank Reverse Mortgage and started partnering with them to do our processing and our closing. And we were just kicking the tires. I did research and a commercial. Um, and people started saying, is this the same MetLife? And um, the phone started ringing and we decided this was an end, a business we wanted to get into. So I proceeded with the acquisition with MetLife of Everbank Reverse Mortgages. Um, and at that point, I said, hey, I, I want to formally move into this division. And so I was the national sales manager. We purchased Everbank Reverse Mortgage and we began rolling out a large national program and the rest is sort of, of history there. But many people don't know that I was with MetLife before I even started the reverse mortgage business. So yeah, long that, history and financial services and marketing sure. and sales roles. Yeah, that, that that's interesting, especially because it sounds like your initial exposure to reverse was sort of in a business intelligence setting. So you didn't necessarily yeah. come to it from... Uh, someone who had heard about reverse mortgages and it's not like its reputation preceded you. Is is that is that accurate? Yes. Honestly, I didn't know much at all or probably if the truth be known anything about the product until I, until I started doing the research at MetLife Bank. And then I started to talk and interview loan officers. And that was really where it, I started to get the hook um, one of the first initiatives we undertook at MetLife when we were kicking the tires there was consumer and borrower research. And to sit behind the curtain and sort of hear all these real borrowers who had done a reverse mortgage talk about how it changed their lives and how it helped them, I was really hooked. Um, and so, you know, it, it, I quickly got indoctrinated into the program and emerged myself um, having to start a business in that area. It was really important that I understood everything. So I just, you know, began doing a ton of research. What, what do you think it was about the concept behind the product that you found attractive enough that you asked for? that sort of formalized association with the reverse division? Because it sounds like 
it made a pretty strong impression on you? Is it specifically because of what you said in terms of helping seniors? Is it the kind of financial instrument that just clicked with you in terms of the mechanics of how it worked? How did all of that stuff combine into the creation of you saying, hey, I want to do this? Yeah, I mean, I was kind of at that point, to be honest, I was probably a little bored in what I was doing, you know, within the bank, the same old types of things. And this was new. It was different. It was exciting. It was really working with I was running an online bank um, on the marketing side at the time. So it was doing advertising and things like that. So to begin to, you know, meet and talk to and work with loan officers and understand how we were helping people and, you know, just the creativity of the product and the innovation in my world, at least, um, you know, was really just, I found fascinating and, you know, getting back to my roots of working with salespeople is where I started my career. You know, it was in sales. So that was very much appealing to me as well. So uh, MetLife, you said this is around 2007, right? Yeah, when we decided to get into the reverse business and and partner uh, with Everbank, it all happened really quickly. Probably inside of a year, we went from the ideation stage of this is something we're going to take a look at to the purchase of Everbank was probably nine, 10 months in total. So from that point, what path do you go on that ultimately lands you where you are at Longbridge today? Well, I mean, I think as you know the story, many people do, MetLife had to get out of the banking business. They had to get out of the mortgage business. So it had nothing to do with the reverse mortgage product. It had more to do with um, you know, the too big to fail rules that were embroaching on MetLife. They actually loved the product. And so um, it was then that I decided, you know, I had had a long career at MetLife, a long successful career there, but I decided that I wanted to stay in the reverse mortgage business. I could have stayed within MetLife, gone to another division, had opportunities and past, you know, bosses that I had worked for and things, but I decided I wanted to, you know, to be quite honest, take a package and um, roll the dice and actually look for another reverse opportunity. And before I even finished my time at MetLife, I was helping to shutter the business. Um, I connected with Chris um, and met with him about Longbridge. So I really had no downtime um, in that endeavor. So I was still at the closing of MetLife um, when I got introduced to Chris. Great. Chris being Chris uh, Mayer. Right. Yes. Partner Chris here Mayer. at Longbridge, CEO, yes. CEO of Longbridge Financial, yes. yes. Previous guest of the RMD podcast and, uh, <laughs> a, and a great one too. Um, well, you know, it's interesting to me, it, you, you sought this out, it sounds like. This is something that uh, connected with you on a bit of a different level. Um, so I'm curious about, you know, the sources of your passion, especially in sort of an ongoing um, environment where you work in this business at a, at a very high level, what keeps you engaged and excited about working in the reverse mortgage industry uh, today? I have to say um, it would have to be the team, the team that I work with. I really love the team and the sort of family that we've built here at Longbridge. Um, I've been working with so many of these people and other people in the industry for years and being able to watch them develop and flourish their careers. Um, all of us has been, you know, 
just really motivating. And honestly, no days ever the same. Um, we're always busy. We're always engaged in something to try to move the industry and the product forward. Um, whether it's working with salespeople or marketing or product development or partnerships or meeting with the team members, no day is ever alike. So I'm constantly engaged um, from the moment I wake up until the moment I go to bed. Um, and it's, you know, even from the insanity of the volume that we had last year and post COVID to more of a time now where it's, you know, we're able to shift to more of a real strategic focus and growth. Um, it's been a real, you know, privilege um, to build, to, to really help build this organization here. Um, it's been great and working with the individuals, I think, and the excitement that they have and the way that they love helping people um, with the product had, you know, gets me through every day, along with just the pace in which this sort of industry works at is is pretty aggressive, as I'm sure you know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, I'm curious, you know, kind of piggybacking off of this point about the sources of your passion. Um, do you think, generally speaking, that uh, having a passion for the product category or for the demographic that that the reverse mortgage uh, product is designed to serve is necessary? to work in the business. What do you think about how that combines with, uh, with some of the, the best performers in the industry? I have to think about it, but I can't think of one person that I work with that doesn't have that passion for the product, the senior, just what it does to help people's lives, you know, become better once they have it. Even if they're in a position that doesn't interface with the consumer every day, just by definition and through, you know, the stories that we have and the types of things that we do, they become open and understand, you know, how we're helping people. And I, I truly believe that's what makes it catching. And that's what I think makes people stick around. And so many people, um, you know, been, have been in this industry for years and years. And I truly believe it's the passion for the customer, for the change that it's, um, helping to make in people's lives that makes the product, um, you know, and, and makes this industry really what it is. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Well, thank you for uh, expounding on that for me. I appreciate it. You mentioned briefly there uh, about some of the current challenges that um, not only this industry is facing, but certainly the forward mortgage industry and, you know, banking infrastructure globally. And it's a unique period of challenge broadly across the entirety of the mortgage business as well as into you know the macroeconomics of the current situation what do you think the reverse mortgage business can do to meet this moment you know when you look at some of the statistics and you look at what we were just talking about how incredibly valuable this product can be and how it can change people's lives the two just don't seem to still after all these years be intersecting I mean, if you look at the statistic today, 40% of borrowers out there with a mortgage are 62 or older. And having just a small portion of that group choose a reverse mortgage over their current product could be game changing, not to mention how it could change those seniors' lives. So I think, you know, we absolutely must continue to find a way to have consumers understand the value of the product 
the market penetration is, you know, still continues to be so low that we have to be able to move the needle here, getting the word out, continuing to expand our scope of influence and try to just turn even a small portion of this very large segment of borrowers um, into reverse mortgage borrowers would be incredible. You know, we continue to grow and gain market share here at Longbridge, and we're continuing to constantly challenge ourselves to do better, move faster, be smarter, you know, the marketing. Um, but I think, you know, continuing to focus on this opportunity to s- sort of organically spread the word that, um, you know, the product is so beneficial and looking for ways to partner and to dispel the myths um, and continue to bring creative, new, innovative strategies to the marketplace, whether it be proprietary products, I think are, are what we're going to have to push on to get us through this period. How would you characterize uh, sort of the, the current moment that we have now with the post-pandemic boom period? Do you think that the business uh, could recover to that level again, or are the housing dynamics just too different? You know, I, so say that last part again, are you asking if it will be the, will bounce back to the same volume we had a few months ago or? Yeah, just because economic volatility is certainly at the forefront of things and seniors yeah. on a fixed income are having uh, issues paying their regular living expenses, of course. And uh, that was certainly an attribute of the pandemic period. Um, but now, you know, the the mortgage market is reacting differently than it reacted to COVID. Um, so do you think that because seniors are having a hard time with inflation that we might be able to see uh, volume jump up again? I sure hope so, Chris. You know, one would think what else are they going to turn to, right? With 401ks and retirement plans shrinking with the economic and impacts that are going on, what other assets do retired Americans have today that they can turn to right now? So, you know, that's why I think that this idea of the last comment about being able to continually figure out ways to talk about the reverse mortgage product and to share the information and market and just all of the visibility that we can get through other entities and referral partners and partnerships that we can build are going to be the way to get us out of this hole. Because I think if the economic environment continues in the way that it has been the last few months, there's going to I, I can't figure out another strategy that seniors are going to be able to turn to to bridge that gap until things bounce back other than, you know, their home equity. And if we can't get people to understand that this product is there and it's valuable and it's good and if used correctly and if work, working with wonderful people that are out there selling it could be the answer and for them. So um, I... I believe that that's the key along with other things such as you know service and technology innovations so i just you know i really think that um we have to continue to focus on getting the word out about the value of the product and the program continuing to look for ways to innovate service enhancements technology enhancements so that we can plow you know, the field to get more resources to grow in the sales and marketing endeavors. 
Yeah. You know, you mentioned, and, and I thought it was a really good point, just about how many seniors are still getting forward mortgages, a product that is arguably not nearly as well suited for them as a reverse. Uh, you know, circumstances change, but by and large, you know, a forward mortgage is not necessarily designed to be entered into uh, late in life. Do you think that that is a key constituency that the business should redouble its efforts to go after? Is that a good pathway toward growth? These people who just seem to think that a forward mortgage is the only path that they can take? That's not just the opportunity, I would think. You know, I believe that if we can convince a portion of that segment, we could drastically change the number of consumers that take out a reverse mortgage. If we can just figure out a way to get into the consideration set when they're making those decisions of a HELOC or a refinance, that they think about a reverse mortgage as well. I mean, if you think about it, 40% of people that have a mortgage today, 40% are, are, could actually could actually get a reverse mortgage, you know, or 62 years years old that, that have a mortgage, why they're signing up for 30 years of more debt, you know, doesn't seem to make a lot of sense, right? And so sure. in many cases, a reverse mortgage product is clearly the better product for them, especially at this stage and age in life. And so if we can just start chipping away at that segment um, that already have a mortgage, I think we could change the numbers dramatically. That sure. doesn't count all the other segments that we could talk about, you know, financial planning opportunities with those that aren't needs-based or well set, but using them for, you know, tax purposes and different things. There's just so many opportunities that people don't understand the value of the product. We still have a lot of education and a lot of communication to do, I think, as an industry. Yeah, most definitely. Um, What do you think have been the most successful ways to grow the business over the past few years? I think, you know, we have to continue to put the hard work in of working with other financial entities, partnerships, um, things that, you know, are continuing with referral partners with like field sales groups and things like that, as well as continuing on down the proprietary product route. I think that segment, we've been been able to open up some incremental segments of the population there with proprietary that has been successful, especially in the last year or so. And so much, you know, so many people have been spending time on the refinances. So we do have a lot of work ahead of us to get, you know, volume back up and really focused on strategic thinking, innovations, um, and continuing to look for tools and other things to, you know, grow the market. But again, I, I don't think it's rocket science here. I really think it's about continuing to lay the path and do the hard work of communication, partnerships, product innovation, and, you know, not sort of backing down from those initiatives. Excellent. We're in a place where we're trying to double down in all those areas. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, thanks for that overview. You know, um, we're speaking now, just a little peek behind the curtain, uh, in very late October, we're all getting ready to um, to uh, center on Atlanta, Georgia for the, uh, the first National Reverse Mortgage Lenders Association annual meeting 
in three years. The last time we got together for such a meeting was in 2019 in Nashville. Um, but we're also just approaching the end of the year in very interesting economic times. Um, what are you excited about from Longbridge as we, you know, get ready to enter 2023, but also as we all get together to see each other again, what's going through your mind right now as we approach the end of 2022? Well, it's always great, you know, getting to see industry, other industry participants, other past colleagues, and um, it's it's always a great time. But I think we have a lot to be excited here at Longbridge. We have a relatively new national field sales team that's doing really well, and we continue to grow and expand and increase production there as they're all getting up to speed and getting their footing here at Longbridge. Um, we're continuing to refine our platinum product and are looking to continue to innovate and find new audience segments that we can market to. We have a ton of marketing initiatives we're embarking on to help us in all these areas and developing tools and resources um, that can help loan officers. Um, and really, you know, it's an it's a challenging time right right now for the industry. So continuing to look for innovations whether it's tools and technology, um, just, you know, we're looking for ways to continue to not only sort of leapfrog, but also to just do the day-to-day better. better. Um, and it's, it's a challenging time in the industry right now, but all in all, uh, you know, I think it's a very exciting time to be here at Longbridge. We are growing Um, We are continuing to, you know, flourish and look for ways to um, grow our organization on the sales side, Um, you know, constantly looking for value to bring to employees and things that we can do to help them have a more successful career path and things here. So we have a, a ton of exciting things going on. We just finished a senior leadership get together a couple weeks ago. So we have a whole list of initiatives that we're embarking on uh, for 2023. And everybody is very excited about all of them. Excellent. Great. Well, Melissa, I think that that's pretty much everything I have for you. Unless I missed anything, is there anything that you wanted to, to say to our audience of reverse mortgage professionals? No, I mean, I think, you know, we get it. We all have a lot of work to continue to do. Um, you know, I think that, you know, we're here, we're strong and stable. Um, We're continuing to grow despite despite the tough times. Um, I think everybody needs to continue to have that relentless pursuit of innovation and service and, you know, building a culture of people that continue to, to support and focus on the senior population. And I believe, you know, we will be we will continue to be successful. The tides will change again as they always do. And we're going to be there to uh, capitalize on them. So like I said, we're doubling down on our sales efforts um, and we're continuing to look for, you know, the best and brightest people in the industry. You know, it's, it's, it's certainly uh, a time to pause and think strategically about what we're doing. It's not the fire hose drinking that we were doing a year or so ago, right. As an industry, So, um, you know, we're really looking forward to the year ahead. Excellent. Well, Melissa, thank you so much again for taking the time to join me. I really appreciate the chance to talk to you. Hope we can do it again sometime. 
Thank you, Chris. Take care and hopefully I will see you in Atlanta. Oh, you absolutely will. Thanks for listening to this episode of the RMD Podcast. Again, I want to extend thanks to Melissa Macerato for taking the time to offer her thoughts on the state of the reverse mortgage business and giving us some insight into how she entered it, as well as the current potential opportunities that the industry currently provides. I also want to extend a very special thank you to the National Reverse Mortgage Lenders Association for sponsoring this episode. RMD will be in attendance at the upcoming Nirmala Annual Meeting and Expo in Atlanta, and we hope to see you there. For more news and insights on the reverse mortgage industry, be sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at reversemortgagedaily.com. If you haven't already, subscribe to the RMD podcast on iTunes, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast content. I'm Chris Clow, and this has been a production of HW Media. The RMD podcast is produced by Elissa Branch. Be sure to come back for an all-new episode very soon. See you next time.